0: I'm Kevin Boyd, and this is. But wait, there's more—a conversation show about things we're thinking about, things we care about, and the things that are important to the life and the culture for the people of Legacy Church in Plano, Texas. Today, I'm here with Patrick. What's up, Patrick? What's up? And we're having a conversation about faith and art and artists. Fun things to talk about. Yes, we've got John Todrick in the studio. What's up, John? Great to be here. Thanks for joining
1: us, man. (laughs) Yeah, appreciate it. Now, I've met you through Patrick. Yes. How did you guys meet? You know, it was. We met a long time ago uh, when we were living at uh, apartment in uh, Allen, Texas. And I, uh, our families became really close really quick. Yeah. <laughs> Great story, man. I love how you you kind of
0: laid out the scenery, the yeah, context. It was cool. Our yeah. uh, our kids were
2: are born like within weeks of each other. Yes. Right?
0: John, tell me about your family. Um, well, I'm married. I have two kids. How long have
2: you been married? Uh, we just had our 12 year anniversary. Congrats. Yes. That's
0: awesome. And two kids, <sighs> two kids, boys,
2: girls, one girl, one boy. Awesome. Gabriella, she is 10
0: and Judah is seven. Dude, that's yeah. an awesome season, isn't it? Yeah, it's so fun. They're not little, little, but they're not full blown. Right. I I can't stand dad anymore. Right, yeah. exactly. Uh, <laughs> you get to start having real life conversations. Yeah. yeah, for real. Fun season. Yeah, great, great conversations with my daughter. So, hey, so John, you we're, we know you as an artist who's been doing work we've followed, we've watched, you've done some work for us that we're about to show the church, but but this isn't how you began kind of your adulting life. You've had a career to career change. Yeah. What's your what's your story in moving from what you had planned or thought your life was going to look like to a big change, a shift that you took a few years ago? Yeah, well, I I've, I've always been somewhat involved in the
2: arts. I always had an interest when I was a when I was a kid. So, I grew up drawing you know doing a lot of pencil drawings and um you know just my dad was a, is an artist too so okay that definitely influenced me early on so what did
0: you draw as a kid do you have like a, a go to uh
2: yeah i mean, i started probably around 4th 5th grade i started um that's when i really started getting into like pencil drawing yeah and you know there's all it's like the typical like drawing comic figures <laughs> and stuff okay. like that just like dudes with comic artists <laughs> trying to figure yeah. out. yes can you, you draw know, hands i can yeah okay. <laughs> could you draw hands then no okay <laughs> well i mean i could try, could I, saw, try.
0: <laughs> I saw a meme yesterday um about you know ai uh, art that's happening right now yeah uh, about ai can't even draw hands <laughs> wow
2: it's interesting uh, i'll have to touch on that later because that's actually something that got me back into art later okay. on but um but yeah, so I started, I've, I've been involved in the arts ever since I was a kid. I, I've also been involved with, um, you know, music. So I played drums growing up. Um, so I kind of always found my way, you know, found myself doing something like that. Played drums in church, you know, was always drawing, always doing stuff like that. So what was your professional career in early adulting? Um, so I, after high school, I actually decided to pursue music. Okay. And so I was a drummer for, uh, you know, 10 years Know, playing professionally, played with a different couple of different worship groups and played at church and played with some uh just rock and roll bands and stuff in Nashville. Did
0: you ever play with the Patrick Ega band? <laughs> I
2: never heard of them. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Had yeah. a great following in Sheboygan. <laughs>
1: well, you know, low key John, John T is low key famous. Okay. You see, I was never in that league of musicianship. Yeah. I am not. To me, I am not a musician. I am somebody who has the ability to hear things and kind of play it a little bit. That's all I do. But John's got the chops. He's got the chops. <laughs> he's the, chops. he's the real deal. Low-key famous <laughs> means I'm not famous. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he doesn't want to put himself to be famous is what I mean. He, he could be if he wanted to be. So were you were you full-time making a living, so to
0: speak, as a drummer? Or? Yeah, I mean,
2: I, I guess at the time in my life, it was a living, yeah. you know, because I was single and and I didn't really have many bills but sure but yeah I did I made I actually worked part-time and then I would go on the road and play drums so I played okay. with a group called the Glorious Unseen uh, which was kind of a, a Christian worship uh rock kind of band I don't know even how to describe it but <laughs> no like it does. was like ambient worship <laughs> okay rock it was it was cool so I did that for a few you know about six years with them and and that was kind of the um just out of school that was my my pursuit in life, yeah. so, and, yeah. and that, I, I moved back home from Nashville, moved back to Illinois in 2010, after I met Jessica, my wife, Okay, so, that part of um, living in Nashville and stuff led me to meeting my wife in Canada, awesome, and, yeah, yeah, which led me back to Illinois.
0: How did you get to Texas?
2: Uh, we moved down here in 2013, okay, so, yeah, so I, um, we li- we moved back to Illinois for about three years, live with my parents, you know, and that was the kind of the point where I kind of put like anything creative on the back burner. And I was like, all right, I'm a dad now. Yeah. I've got to provide, I've got to uh, take care of my family. So right. I, I actually kind of, at that point, any, I guess, dream or anything like that kind of fell to the side because I was like, this isn't realistic, you yeah. know, I can't really, I can't be on the road 24 seven and, and have a family and, right. you know, so I, I actually just kind of accepted it as this is what happens in life when you, know, you grow up, when you grow yeah. up. Yeah. You know, you got responsibility and, and I think for a season that was, I needed to do that. Yeah. You know, just kind of yeah. focus in on taking care of them. And so you
0: got in the grind, you had a job. Yeah. paying the bills, got a job at a gas station. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I was a
2: cashier yeah. and I, I felt really, uh, <laughs> it felt like a low point for me, but um, it's out of sync with who you are. It's out of sync. Yeah, not the not the job itself, but just like this. I was like, this isn't who I am. Yeah. You know, um, and ended up you know in management at a at a truck stop mm-hmm. for a few years. Which looking back, you know, a lot of these jobs I've had have really like, you know, I grew a lot in that yeah. in that time. You know, I learned a lot. Kind of preparing about, you a little bit. Yeah, you know, like preparing me for what God had in store for me in the
0: future, you know, that I couldn't see at the time. Yeah. So that's cool. So so a few years ago though, you took a a full-time leap into back into art. Yeah. And it's, it is your full pursuit. It's my full pursuit. Yeah. Yeah. What, I I mean, what, what said it's time and how did it happen? So I was, um, after we moved here
2: to Texas in 2013, um, I got a job at a car dealership and I was in sales there for about five years. And, Um, just found myself at, at a place, like kind of hitting a wall in life. Like, okay, like I don't want to do this forever, you know? Mm -hmm. And there was this like this, you know, unanswered, like, uh, I don't know, call within me. Like there's something more, you know, you got to find it, you know? And so that's kind of led me down a path of, um, looking to do something creative again, not ever thinking this would be a career, but, like, I need to get back into, like, doing yeah. something creative, so whether yeah. it's, like, writing songs or whether it's drawing or something like that. So I actually started drawing um, at work in the, in the downtime because in, in car sales, there's a ton of downtime. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And, and so I started drawing at work, and I also started painting, you know, after work at home. So I'd come home, like, late at, you know, 9 o'clock at night. If the kids were still up, I'd help put them to bed. They were usually asleep. And so... Um, I'd go out to the garage and just paint till late at night you know and that this kind of developed into like just a a passion you know something I love to do and uh, touching back on the hand thing I at work I started like I didn't know what else to draw so I would like I would place something in my hand and I would start drawing my hands (laughs) and and I I thought I can draw hands like this looks this looks good Yeah. yeah and I was like I, and I knew that saying, That's like, if you can draw yeah. hands, yeah, like, you, know. you might have something. So, I was, it kind of, like, it, like, personally, it just kind of encouraged me to, like, keep keep doing this, you know? That's cool. And I didn't think anything big, or it, I didn't even have the ability to imagine I'd be doing what I'm doing now, yeah. you know, full-time as an artist, but, like, it just, it spurred something on in me, mm-hmm. and um, it just, it, it excited me. So, it kind of brought back this, like, this f- spark and this fire within me of, like, like, there is
0: more, and you can you can find it, you know? Yeah. So. so I know you're primarily as a painter. How, how do you describe your your medium? It's mixed medium, or what do you... Yeah, how would you describe it to someone who hasn't seen your work? Well, it's, it's unique, because I use... um, I don't
2: use... Uh, I use kind of some uncommon materials in my work. Concrete? Yeah. Cr- I, I'm, I actually make kind of my own concrete-like okay. material. Now I use, uh, like, gesso. If you don't know what gesso uh, is, it just... Um, you usually prime a canvas with it mm-hmm. before you paint it yeah but um, i actually mix that with sand and Interesting. so i create like a, a concrete like texture so it hardens kind of like concrete but it's right. a little more flexible so um i guess my my paintings are are more are, it's kind of a mix of sculpture and painting okay right because yeah. they're kind of these 3d um uh looking paintings on the wall so it's you know the The way I I do it is I actually paint with, I guess, the the concrete texture first, and then I use spray paints and acrylics and sometimes oil paints to create, like, these gradients across these, you know, textured surfaces.
0: I think, Um, for me, I'm a copyist. Like, I I love looking at something (laughs) and diving into details, yeah Yeah. but the thing, I'm jealous of the thing that you do. There's there's so much mood. There's so much feel Mm -hmm. in, in what you do. Yeah. And... Uh, I'm I'm not a guy who could walk up to a, a canvas and go. I feel something. There's something inside me, and it's going to come out now. You yeah. <laughs> know, and and yeah. that's something that there's a lot of meaning in your art. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I've seen you talk about and post about uh, faith and yeah. art, and and a lot of your art has implied uh, scripture or story or narrative. Yeah, talk about faith and art a little bit. How those things come together in yeah. your
2: life? Well, you know, it, I didn't really kind of I didn't really. F- Figure that out early on. I was just kind of painting for a while, but yeah. the more and more I did of this, I realized there's like there is something deeper to what I'm doing, and um, there is there is a spiritual aspect because I, I started to realize the work I do is a, is an extension of of who I am, right? And so these things, these prayers, you know, these times in worship would would start coming out in my work, you uh-huh. know, and some in some at some in some cases during a painting, it actually becomes like this moment in prayer and worship where Mm -hmm. I really sense the presence of God. I really can sense his tangible presence almost working through me in a way, if that makes sense, you know? kind of reminds me of like, you know, when the Spirit of God would come upon, you know, all the guys that wrote Scripture, right? It's like, it's inspired by the Holy Spirit. And so um, I started to see that connection there Mm. within my work and, and started to see the purpose that God gave me this to do, you yeah. know, is is to almost become a conduit, become a, um, you know, just a vessel where he can work through in this way, yeah.
0: you know. There's an, an old definition of worship that um, we used to teach. We said it's the human response to the divine initiative. Mm. And that kind of sounds like what you're describing. Yeah. That God is initiate; the Spirit is initiating something in you. and You're just simply responding to that, and this right. is this... Painting this this art is an act of it is worship. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah it really
2: is, and that's and that's kind of in, encouraged me too in in times where I may not be as inspired or I may not feel anything, but yeah. it's like this knowing that okay, I'm doing something that is of value here that God obviously does see as important, and so it that's something that kind of carries me through those those times as well where it's like regardless of what I'm feeling, I know that. This work can still speak to somebody, and that's right.
0: a—I mean—that's a—a yeah. snapshot or a picture of our entire life of worship. If if our lives are worship lived, some days it's the fullness of the heart, you know, the mouth you speak, and, and yeah. some days yeah. there's a bareness and there's a lowness, but there's a a reaching out for God or a dependence upon God or just a steadiness. You go, I don't feel it, but the Lord is my rock, and I'll place my feet on Him again yeah. today, mm-hmm. and so yeah. I'm just going to do this. And it's—I mean, that really, what you're describing is just—it's a picture of of a life of faith and a life of worship.
2: Yeah, that is faith, isn't it? It's like yeah. we, we continue on, we stand on his word,
0: even when we,
1: it doesn't really make sense in our life. Yeah. Right? I love that. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because for me, I've had the privilege of knowing John for quite some time, almost 10 years now, I guess. Is yeah. It? I mean,
2: it's we've yeah. known each other as, almost as old as our kids. Right? Yeah.
1: So uh, as we were getting to know each other, we found ourselves in this place where we were both in corporate America or selling cars and things like that. And for both of us, we were kind of in this transitional period of we wanted to serve in ministry or do something uh, out externally outside of what we were saying. But at the same time, for me, I was in ministry, but also working corporate America. So the interesting thing is I was able to see uh, this transition in front of my face from John going from this side of things, uh, selling cars, to the art world, but I remember something really specific. And it was really just this calling. He just, we were talking about it one day, and you're saying yeah. that you felt called to do something. He was like, I don't think it's pastoring, but I know it's sharing. It's sharing my faith. And basically, it's kind of blossomed in this yeah. arena of your artwork, kind of sharing your faith, sharing the gospel in many different ways, calling people to ask questions, but then yeah. at the same time, see what you were saying, the inspiration from the Holy Spirit to utilize yeah. uh, your gifting and kind of um, cause people to think deeper about who Jesus might, might be or who he is. But this is, this is what I really enjoyed about not only his story, but understanding his art as well, being inspired. Uh, I asked John to um, kind of do a project for us here at Legacy, on the missional side. And one of the things that uh, I asked them to do is just take a look at some of our partnerships and where we are in the world, where our missions uh, partners are in Uganda and Canada or in Mexico or, you know, even in the community in some cases. And basically, I just said, take that, run with it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So basically, we have four, uh, four pieces that we're going to be hanging out and Putting something underneath, explaining those pieces, right? Right. But I just wanted the church to hear from you because uh, a lot of them will be listening and stuff. So I wanted them to hear how, what your process was for those pieces and uh, just kind of walk us through how, you know, even, you know, when I gave you those little pamphlets of the partnerships, how did the Holy Spirit lead you on those pieces?
2: Yeah, it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm still using the same materials. So, some of the, you know, the actual process within the work is is similar throughout my all my work. Yeah. So I kind of stick to, you know, the same artistic process mm-hmm. that there is, you know, but it's just a matter um, of me opening up in that process and yeah. allowing God to, to speak through me and trusting what's going to come out yeah. is going to speak to people. But a, a couple of thoughts that, um, and prayers that I had in mind while making the work was just like God's... Um, God's view of p- of His people around the world. Yeah, you know, like I wanted to, um, I guess, open up the 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 heart yeah. that God has for for His people, especially people like that. I mean, there's believers all over the world, right? Yeah. There's believers in countries where they're being persecuted, and and so I just wanted God's heart to kind of flow through me, yeah, to to create a, I don't know, a, a connection there for especially us here in the West to. Right people around the world um, that are believers that, or unbelievers, just, I don't know. It, it's like, God, how do you view this world? How do you view your people? How do you view, you know, and, and there's just such a love there that God has for for us that I wanted to shine through, you know, because yeah. that's that's the heart of missions, right, is just God's love and his, and his truth and his word being um, yeah. given to people, yeah. you know, and so... I guess from my perspective here, it was to create a connection, yeah, um, more of a a deeper connection, other than just, um, I I don't know, hearing about or reading about other, you know, people around the world or 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 missions in that context, but creating kind of a touch point of, um, of, of emotion, like kind of you know that God might
1: might have in mind for these people right and I noticed like when we were talking about the one that you felt was in Uganda like the painting that kind of the the orange type colors that kind of flung out to you from the Africa side yeah how did that come to you like uh, well
2: I actually you know I looked up some some photos yeah you know and kind of just scanned through and like like I didn't realize how lush and beautiful Uganda is right like it is stunning you know if you ever see pictures of it it's like it's the greenest green and the bluest skies and it's like just some some, such beautiful vibrant colors so that was like the the one thing that stood out to me I was like I want to capture this yeah they don't have
0: to to google it they can just go I mean we yeah (laughs) we'll we'll (laughs) be going again the end of next August that's right maybe I'll have to go with you guys next time yeah so we'll hold you to that
1: (laughs) but yeah but that that color I like how you said it because it is a very beautiful place but Uh, what you were, you were saying that you looked at the pictures and you just kind of said your artistry just kind of flowed from the beauty that you saw from Africa. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like some of these, I don't know, these, they kind of took on like
2: this landscape kind of uh, abstract landscape type of feel, you know? And so um, you've got like these straight horizon lines that go through the paintings. Mm -hmm. And that reminded me of like, kind of like the oceans, you know, like crossing like the oceans and just creating like this call and this beauty on the other side, if that
0: makes sense. I've got in my office hanging on the wall. um, It was a a gift a couple of years ago. One of those gifts where you you say to your wife, like, hey, I know a thing's coming and I'm just going to tell you what I want kind of gifts. Yeah. And (laughs) this is um, a company that does these renditions that are just vertical lines Mm. uh, side by side by side by side in these landscapes that, um, each line, each bar, vertical bar represents a color tone from a film. And so from left to oh, right, wow. it's the entire film and its mood and it's, and it's colors taking directly from, from frames. Wow. It's a super, I mean, I don't, I don't and understand that. And it creates a landscape. It creates a landscape. Wow, so that's cool. Uh, it, it's interesting because in some ways that's a bit of what you're describing um, whereas like the one on my wall is is the Ten Commandments. It's the, you know, great Charlton Heston uh come you know, plays on Saturday before Easter. We always watch it. Yeah. I love it. Cecil yeah. B. DeMille. Um but it's it's just these bars. But if you pull back, you go, This is the story. And I love you can kind of yeah. go, Oh, I can see this is the darker period and this is when the So kind of yeah. what you've done is you've laid out these these pictures, which you know, abstract landscapes, feels, colors, moods, but if you lay them all out together, and if you were to do more and more and more of them, you really are, are painting this this picture of yeah. the mood and feel of God for the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Laid out here. And that's kind of what what's, it's evoking, is I'm looking at them around us right now, and I go, you know, if I could pull way up to a viewpoint so far above and look down and get the mood, not just yeah. the trees and the water, but the mood yes. of God. For, for these places and these peoples. It's yeah. kind of what you've you've pulled out of us. Yeah. yeah. that's and I think that's like in my work in general, that's that's
2: something to remember. It's a really good thought because you start thinking about specific paintings and you start getting caught up in in, you know, one painting. But when you zoom out, sometimes that's when you really see the message, you really see the the, the picture yeah. of what's being created. So yeah, that's kind of like I approach this as like a whole, you know. And so I wanted these works to kind of um, communicate together in a way yeah. and, and say something as a whole.
1: And and honestly, I think it's going to bring life to the walls we put it on. I think it's going to create conversations as to uh, people thinking more abstract and creatively in their concept of how you know God can utilize every individual. And that's yeah. what we love about your art is that you allow God to— use you in that uh, that manner but I do have a question uh, for you like as you approach the next phases I'm pretty sure you probably feel that maybe God is gonna take you to maybe some uh, give you some next steps but I, I just have a curious question as to what do you think is next what do you think God is moving your art towards next or what do you feel the Lord leading you to um right now you know this is something
2: I've I've actually me and my wife talk about a lot is you know because in this field there's at least for me like there's this like desire for things to happen very quickly, mm-hmm. but the life of the of an artist is like a it's a long it's a marathon yeah. you know and and it's a an accumulation of of your work and your work tells a story over a long period of time right right and so um, for me it's just a it's honestly I don't have like. I don't have like a ton of like, um, ambitions for, for fame and stuff like that. Right. And, um, but I do just want to, my work to continue to grow and I want to, um, I want to be an old guy that's still making paintings, if that makes sense, yeah. you know? And I want it to, to be really rich and deep and full of meaning yeah. and, um, wherever that leads, whatever doors that opens up, you right. know, I'm, I'm open to, you know, so I would, you know, um, I'd love to continue to grow in that aspect of, you know, meeting new people and, and forming relationships and ways to to get my work out there um, tangibly, you know, yeah. so um, other than
0: just social media. Yeah. Eugene Peterson was asked one time, uh, is ambition bad uh, in an interview? And, and he said, well, ambition really at its core is wanting to do the very best that you can. Yeah, yeah. He said where we can lose our way is when ambition is really more centered on, not just being the best I can, but be being recognized and seen yes. and noticed. Yeah. Um, and that becomes become that becomes the overwhelming desire is the recognition rather than the, the personal laying out everything that you can. Yeah. And uh, I I appreciate what you're saying because I think for me in some ways I go what's my real desire it really is to be some really old guy who you know all that could be said is. Was, he, he was faithful. Yeah. You know, he, he did it. Yeah. And and I don't expect that many people would ever really know my name. And I don't, this isn't hasn't always been true. Yeah. I mean, I really don't desire it. Yeah. Right. I, I just want to be some obscure old guy. And a, a, a Peterson quote that's helped me a lot is he talked about a long obedience in the same direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've heard that phrase, but it's kind of what you're describing. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, for me, it, it comes down to um, linking arms with people. Yeah. And, yeah Be rejoicing with those who rejoice and suffering with those who suffer yeah. yeah pointing people to what the lord's doing in the middle of the moment yeah and that's just keep doing it and yeah. it's over the 30 and the 40 years mm-hmm. that really meant something yeah. right and in your art it's that long i'm going to keep expressing my life of worship in, in and yeah. through art yeah yeah and in, in 40 years it'll have meant something yeah right. i love that
2: because it's you know i think all of us strive for that even like in life with our families and stuff, you know, you start yeah. to realize the what's really important is, like, it's all these small things, yeah. just an accumulation of all these small things right. that we do, the way we love our kids and our wife and our faithfulness. It's like, man, that's a rich legacy Amen. that you get to leave. You yeah, know, it's right. like you think of Jesus and the tw- he had 12 disciples that right. he poured into out of this world of people, you know, yeah. but he was faithful with with them yeah, and teaching them and look at the impact, you know, yeah. so it's that's like right. I try to think of that with in in light of my work and also my family just like just do what you do well even if it seems small yeah. you know don't despise small beginnings but right. you know just be faithful
1: and and eventually your legacy will will shine right you know amen and you know one of the things that i remember especially when you said the word impact yeah um i remember one of the first times i noticed that your art was getting ready to kind of explode. I kind of noticed when you had a, somebody reach out to you from, I think the Middle East somewhere. And I was like, what? You had somebody reach out to you from that area? Well, so what did was your conversation like? You basically, you stated that you explained your work. You explained how it came to you coming from Christ and everything like that. And I was like, oh, my goodness. That is like this is going to be a very impactful Ministry, yeah, or just a a mission or whatever, but it's just amazing to see your art be utilized for the kingdom of God, yeah, and to to share His goodness to all those in areas that sometimes we as church folk have a hard time reaching out to, mm-hmm. or yeah, you know, being even missional or missionaries have hard times getting to certain regions, mm-hmm. but your Art is getting there, and it's sharing his message, and I think that is very profound and impactful.
0: John, two things to kind of end our conversation. Um, One, where can people find your art if they're interested in in seeing some of the work you've done? Yeah, you can find it on my Instagram, and my handle
2: is at Jonathan Todrick, and that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-T-O-D-R-Y-K. Okay, we'll put that in the notes. Uh, Anywhere else? And then, yeah, also my website,
0: which is my name, jonathantodrick.com awesome. People want to go and check out your stuff. Second thing, last question for you. What's the the best thing you've seen recently? Um, art has so many forms, music, film, paint, mm. draw. What's something that you saw recently, an expression that you went, man, that just, I loved it. It captivated me. Mm. Um,
2: well, I'm always, I'm always listening to new music and a lot of instrumental music. And so, um, man, specifically, uh, I don't even know if I know the names. I just, I have stuff li- listed on my Spotify that I listen okay. to that really is inspiring. Um, and also just like other, other artists that are d- out there doing what I'm doing, you know, it's, I just, I, I am inspired to see them succeed and see them do well. So you want to you pitch someone out there just to give them some street cred? Yeah. A couple friends of mine, um, uh, Colt Seeger. Okay. you can follow him on Instagram and, uh, um, Rhett Baruch. He lives out in LA. He actually was, uh, did a show with me and Colt uh, last month, and awesome. um, it was really cool because he's he's one of the first um, guys that's really taken some time to invest in, in us as early artists and stuff like that. So both those guys are really inspiring for me.
0: That's cool. Yeah. John, thanks for your time, man. This is great. I yeah. enjoyed our conversation. Yes. Patrick, thanks for introducing us to I, cool people. You know what?
1: I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to ask – uh, what was his favorite movie? I mean, what's his favorite football movie? Or is it uh, Rudy? <laughs> that, or That's on the next podcast. Uh, okay. So we'll yeah. next <laughs> hey, Rudy or
0: Friday Night Lights? Uh, Rudy. Rudy. See? Yeah. John, football John's Football movie, not just movie. John, John's my guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's my yeah. guy. Okay. <laughs> okay, this has been But Wait, There's More. I'm Kevin for Patrick and
1: John. Thanks right. for joining us. We'll see you next time. Yep.